Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, August 8th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, I'm sure you were busy today uh, doing all of your work, but did you happen yeah. to cancel your Equinox or Soul Cycle memberships today at all? Oh, all of them. I have gym memberships at every gym you could name, for sure. Well, not now, because you just canceled the... It, I mean, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Planet Fitness all the way. No, no need to uh, go to any of those overpriced it's, ones. It's true. That is actually the membership I have. So, so yeah. far, so good, though. Yeah. I mean, all corporations are Evil. garbage. Yeah. So, it's only a matter of time. Power to the proletariat. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Ashley, uh, let's get into this news. And it's uh, not fun ones to start with, because mm. on Tuesday night, about an hour after we recorded yesterday's episode, panic broke out in the theater district. Just as Broadway shows were beginning to let out, a series of explosions erupted in Times Square, sending tourists, theater goers, and everyone else in the vicinity scrambling for safety. Though it was later confirmed that the noises were just the result of a backfiring motorcycle and not, in fact, gunshots, that did not prevent likely thousands of people from running for cover. Many people forced their ways into Broadway theaters and other nearby businesses. One of those theaters was the Schubert, where To Kill a Mockingbird was in its final moment still. In a tweet, one of the show's stars, Gideon Glick, said, quote, Stopped our show tonight due to a motorcycle backfire that was mistaken for a bomb or a shooting. Screaming civilians tried to storm our theater for safety. The audience started screaming and the cast fled the stage. This is the world we live in. This cannot be our world. Tony winner Celia Keenan-Bolger, who was actually giving the show's closing monologue when this happened, also tweeted about the experience. And Andrew Barth Feldman discussed what happened at the music box right after Dear Evan Hansen's Curtain had gone down. They did not finish To Kill a Mockingbird over at the Schubert Theater because of all the craziness that had happened, uh, but thankfully it seems like everybody was safe there. There were no actual gun charts fired, which is obviously a good thing, Ashley, but there are reports of at least a dozen injuries, and certainly the emotional toll exceeds that by far. Now, Ashley, due to the horrific news that we all witnessed over this past weekend, of course, when you hear those types of sounds in a heavily populated area, especially one that is naturally incredibly diverse, yeah. like Times Square would be, your mind would obviously assume the worst. Yeah. And these are the aftershocks, the types of terror attacks that our country has been plagued by far too often over the past two decades with mass shootings happening almost on a daily basis. Right. These are called terror attacks, not just because of the terror induced by the direct results of the actions, but because their terror ripples far and wide and impacts countless more people than just the immediate victims. Exactly. You know, I, I saw from a lot of people that this whole event could be considered an overreaction, which it's a very crowded, sure. very confined space. Tensions are incredibly high right now. And this is where we're at right now. We're terrified, and a lot of us, myself included, are feeling really helpless. This is something that I've talked about a lot privately, and we'll probably do more so publicly in the near future but you know, the fact that i work in some regard in theater and have to put myself in situations where i'm going to see a show x times a week 
I'm always thinking about what would happen if, and then you have something like this happen. And I've had panic attacks at shows sitting in the audience when I've gotten too inside my own head midnight at the Never Get, I think, being the last one. Wow. Uh, Because, you know, there's just too much movement or something from the audience that triggered my anxiety. Obviously, you, you can't really afford to live in constant fear and new york is safer than some places but i think you know that's where we're at right now as a country especially after this weekend yeah i i I can't imagine being in that situation and not assuming the worst uh i am not normally someone who does assume the worst i'm normally somebody who you know like i i'm not one of those people i've seen a lot of people lately talk about how when they go into buildings now they look for yes, uh, an always, exit route always that's that's not something that ever crosses my mind and and maybe it's because of my privilege or where mm. i live or whatever but i putting myself in the shoes of the people that were in times square last night or on tuesday night by the time you're hearing this i i can't imagine not thinking that you know that's obviously the first thing so i completely sympathize with those with those folks and the frightening debilitatingly terrifying experience that they had to go through and obviously some people were legitimately hurt now i haven't seen any reports on how bad the injuries were hopefully they were minor but still the terror attacks in El Paso and Dayton specifically led directly to this. And while I'm sure that there would have been a response, no matter when this was, no matter what had happened, there would have been some sort of panic in Times Square to this. But I'm sure last weekend's events uh, amplified whatever type of 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 response that the people in Times Square had. So I, I don't know how you account for this. This is, I don't know that this will change until we do something about the underlying root cause. Right, exactly. It's a butterfly effect. People are reacting to a motorcycle backfiring as if it was a bomb or gunfire. And that's as a result of what happened during this weekend, which is as a result of what happened the previous weekend, which it just builds and builds. And this this is going to continue to happen, unfortunately. And it's a matter of, being in the right place at the right time instead of the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, this this is our new normal until people have the courage to stand up and do something about it. Uh, unfortunately, I'm uh, continually disappointed with our leaders and, and their refusal They're to not leaders. do anything. Right. I'm. I'm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um. The 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 people who should be our leaders yeah. to do something uh, about this because this will not get better on its own. It will only get worse until somebody steps up and does it. So anyway, Ashley, why don't we move on to something that is just a bit more upbeat? (laughs) We don't do segues here. (laughs) No. Well, I mean, how do you segue out of that? Exactly. I mean, Roger Debris. I mean, is it just it's too downbeat? You know, that's all all you got. Um, I do appreciate the producer's reference. Yeah, I've done that one before because I've never seen it. But anyway, never seen it. Never eaten escargot, falafel, (laughs) mussels. There's a lot of things I haven't done. A lot of movies I haven't seen. I'm just, uh, uh, I'm a sheltered boy. Anyway, okay, Ashley. (laughs) Yesterday, the Paper Mill Playhouse in Milburn, New Jersey, announced the cast for their upcoming production of Chasing Rainbows, The Road to Oz, a show which we've talked about a couple times here on Broadway Radio before. The musical tells the story of Judy Garland, going from her original name of Frances Gum, up to the time in which she played Dorothy Gale. 
That was in The Wizard of Oz, if you didn't get the reference. As she has in previous incarnations, Ruby Rakos will play Garland slash Gum. Max von Essen and Leslie Margarita will play her parents, Frank and Ethel. Also in the cast will be Karen Mason, Stephen DeRosa, Michael Wartella, and Colin Hanlon. The musical features a book by Mark Aceto and is directed and choreographed by Dennis Jones. The musical will run in Melbourne from September 26th through October 27th. Now, actually, earlier this year, back in January, the show released a really fun music video of one of the songs in the show. And I remember James and I were surprisingly excited about it uh, and impressed by it. So I hope the show lives up to that. Um, So I'll put a link to that video in the show notes. But um, this is one that I hope does well in Melbourne. Yeah, I actually didn't see that music video, so I'm going to have to watch it as well. It's good timing to do this with the Renee Zellweger-Judy movie movie mm-hmm. on the way Absolutely. out soon. Yeah, and we talked about this, I don't remember if it was last year, or I think it was earlier this year, that Liza actually sat in on an industry reading of the show, and ah, she actually approved of this one. This is a, obviously, nice. because of the time period, this does not get into many of Judy Garland's demons. Right. Um, so Liza was okay with this part of the story, <laughs> uh, although she tries to avoid dramatizations and fictionalizations of her mother's later life. Sure, but. yes. Anyway, okay, moving on. Yesterday, Backstage posted a casting notice for, quote, autistic teens slash preteens for leading roles in the upcoming film based on the novel and play The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. The film will be made by Warner Brothers and will look to shoot in 2020. The casting director states in the notice, quote, We are open to both professional and non-professional performers who are neurodiverse, a term I've never heard before, but I'm glad I have, can be of any ethnicity. We are encouraging individuals on the autism spectrum to submit for this project. Now, Ashley, after there has been a lot of, I I think, good faith criticisms of the Mm -hmm. stage version of of this story over the years, I am glad that the producers and casting directors for the film version are opening up the search two performers on the spectrum since this story is so much about what it is to live your life under those specific circumstances. Exactly. Yeah. I put together the uh, daily and weekly casting roundups at backstage. Mm, And this was, this was our lead worldwide casting because it's actually a worldwide search. They're going far and wide for it. Production seems Mm. to be going all out and being very thorough about it. They haven't announced where or when they're filming. So they haven't, really committed to anything other than saying we're going to find this actor wherever he may be and we're going to release the film hopefully next year and you know as you say it's very much a stage piece it's going to be interesting how they adapt that but it is based from a book so i'm sure they're going to lean heavily into both the source material and the play to get it where they want it yeah, I read the book years before the stage show was, I think, even imagined, book. and I love the book. I've never um, read it. I, yeah, I never would have imagined that it would turn into what it turned into on stage, mm. obviously, because it is so unique. Um, but I'm interested to see what they do with this in its, in its uh, new form and new medium. It's uh, a very interesting yeah. and compelling story that has a lot more depth than I think people would give it credit for just reading the, uh, the elevator pitch. Mm, yeah. All right, Ashley, finally, (laughs) last night, shortly before we started recording, we learned that there will be a developmental reading of Broadway Vacation, the musical version of the National Lampoon Vacation films. Now, before we all roll our collective eyes, we've known for a while that Ken Davenport is producing alongside Kurt Deutsch, but what excites me most 
is that my former Tell Me More guests, David Rossmer and Steve Rosen, the writers and stars of the other Josh Cohen, are writing the book and score, which feels to me like a home run in terms of the team matching the style and the humor of the show. Also, uh, Donna Fiore will direct the reading, and it stars a great group, including Rob McClure, Alex Gemignani, Kate Reinders, John Ellison Conley, Sarah Salzberg, Talia Suskauer, and more. Now, I know that I rib Ken Davenport deservedly at basically every opportunity, <laughs> and the idea of a vacation musical seems ridiculous at best. Yeah. But, 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 <laughs> with those writers... I think I'm actually excited for this, Ashley. Obviously, the cast for an industry reading is rarely ever going to be the cast that makes the production, especially when you have, you know, five or six fairly big names. Generally, they're just kind of plopping people in for for the reading. But, you know, this is not this went from a being like a negative 29 on my interest level. (laughs) Like specific. I'm around a six now. Like I am interested and I will give this one a shot that's far far more than I ever would have imagined I would that's quite the increase yeah especially on a 10 point scale yeah to move up 33 spots or whatever I I can't say I'm in the same camp (laughs) I think you know they really tried to reboot the series a few years ago when they did the vacation movie right I think we are a little bit past the point of the Griswolds being relevant uh, this is a project that, you know, if they were going to make it, they needed to make it probably 15, 20 years ago. But it, we're kind of in the age of bringing all these movies to the stage now. So I guess now is the time for it. The The difference is, is that this is obviously going to be an original story. This is sure. the Griswolds taking a vacation to Broadway. Um so it's kind of more, in my mind, kind of in line with Bring It On, where they're taking the essence of the films. Mm. Um, now, that one didn't have any characters from the films. I'm assuming that there's, I'm assuming Rob McClure is playing Clark. Right. And uh, Kate's, Kate's playing, playing. Uh, Beverly D'Angelo, who yeah. I don't remember her character's name. I guess oh. Alexander Gimignani. Is he playing Ed? I guess so. <laughs> I, guess she's, I guess he's playing Ed, uh, yeah. Cousin Ed. But, um you know, like I said, with David and Steven writing it, I adored the other Josh Cohen. And, and I think that show had so much heart and good-natured humor. And there it never made fun or put people down, even though the main character uh, of, of Josh Cohen was kind of hapless. Like, mm. it always did it lovingly, and it took care of its characters, which I really appreciated. And, and, and having talked to those guys uh, multiple times now, I've seen them in other places uh, after I interviewed them. That's just who they are. They're good guys and good people. So I'm optimistic that if anybody can polish this turd into a good show, <laughs> it would be these guys. I really want to be optimistic about it. I just, love- it's a choice. The Being ca- optimistic is a choice, is Ashley. Yeah, well, usually I'm the optimistic <laughs> one, Matt. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? How dare you? I'm just saying. But no, I do want to be optimistic about it. The cast is great. And I think the only person who has watched Christmas Vacation more than I have is the film's editor. So (laughs) I genuinely want to like it, but I'm I'm not quite there yet. We'll see. The shitter's fool. (laughs) Is this the airport, Clark? 
okay. <laughs> that's a good impression. All right. That's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at no, this is Ashley. All right. If you have a second today on your Thursday, maybe during your lunch break or something, mm. head over to Apple uh, Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, what are other places people get their podcasts? I don't know, wherever it is, That's and leave us a rating and review. We will appreciate it. So have a wonderful Thursday, and Ashley and I will be back to close out your week tomorrow. Yeah.